Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We are awaiting a phone call from the President of the United States. I'm not going to lie to you and claim that I'm not incredibly nervous about our phone system and everything that could potentially go awry, including me giving the wrong phone number, Danny G actually hanging up on the White House, all of these things that, uh, that certainly have been in the back of my mind for a while. But right now, Danny G, no phone call from the White House yet, right? No. We are scheduled, for those of you waking up right now that are just starting off your morning, we are scheduled to be joined by the President of the United States right here off the top of the third phone hour. Phone is ringing. I'm going to pick it up. All right. Stand phone is by. ringing. Danny G is picking up the phone, which we hope is the President of the United States, and he will shortly be with us. And uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things relating to the world of sports, but in particular, college football and the question of whether or not college football will be played this year, whether it's the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the SEC, the ACC, or the Big 12. The president has endorsed the players' movement that has uh, been brought to bear with uh, with a, a lot of different players out there. And uh, we are joined now by the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Mr. President, thanks for starting your morning with us. We're excited to have you. Well, thank you very much, Clay. It's an honor. You have a great show. Well, I appreciate that. Now, I know you're a longtime sports fan, so there's a lot of things I want to get into with you. Uh, but I want to start, you've been a big supporter of Tom Brady for a very long time. What were your thoughts when he decided to move to Tampa Bay, and what do you think he's going to be capable of down there? Will you be rooting for him? Well, I think he's going to do a great job. You know, he's a winner. He knows how to win. That's a big thing. 
And uh, he's just been a great quarterback with a great coach. It's a great combination and, and a great owner in Bob Kraft, frankly. And uh, he probably wanted a change. He wanted a change. And I think, you know, he had plenty of uh, teams to go to. And he picked one with, from what I understand, a good offensive line and very good receivers. He looked at that closely. I think he probably had other choices where they had players. I think his biggest thing is he wants to win. And uh, from what I know, and I know the ownership of the team, they'll do whatever they have to because they're fantastic people, the owners of the team that Tom's on now. And uh, yeah, I think he's going to do well in Tampa Bay. I think he'll do well. I think he'll – I don't know why it would be a surprise, but perhaps it will be. But I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I think he's going to do great. Uh, we're talking to the president of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, Mr. President, what do you hear about the NFL? I know there's been a lot of talk. You mentioned that you talked to several different owners, Bob Kraft in particular. How confident are you that come September 10th with the scheduled opener between the Texans and the Chiefs that the NFL will be underway and everybody out there who's an NFL fan will be able to watch? Well, they want to open, and they want to open badly, and they've been working with government. Uh, I would say this, if they don't stand for the national anthem, I hope they don't open. But other than that, I'd love to see them open, and we're doing everything possible for uh, getting them open. Uh, They can protest in other ways. They shouldn't protest our flag or our country. Have you uh, talked... Have you talked with owners about your hope that they're going to stand for the national anthem, the players? Uh, they know my, <laughs> they know my, my uh, feelings very well. They've been expressed. I think it's been horrible for basketball. Look at the basketball ratings. They're down, they're down to very low numbers, very, very low numbers. People are angry about it. They don't realize that they don't want – they have enough politics with guys like me. <laughs> they don't need uh, more as they're uh, driving down, uh, going up for the shot. You know, they don't need it. And there was a nastiness about the NBA, the way it was done, too. So I think that uh, uh, the NBA is in trouble. I think it's in big trouble, bigger trouble than they understand. And frankly, ice hockey, which is doing very well, they didn't do that. They respected uh, the mores. They respected what they're supposed to be doing. And uh, they're actually doing very well, as I understand it. I don't have much time to be watching this stuff, just so you understand. It's just what I'm reading and what I'm seeing. But uh, ice hockey was with respect. I did not like what baseball did even a little bit. And uh, again, you have to stand for your flag and you have to respect your flag and your country. You're making millions of dollars a year to be playing a sport you'd be playing anyway. If you didn't make, they'd be playing it on the weekends. And uh, they got they have to respect their country. And if they don't, frankly, if the NFL didn't open, I'd be very happy if they don't stand for the flag and uh, stand strongly. I would be very happy if they didn't open with, without that. And with that being said, I'd love to see them open. We're, we're talking to Donald Trump, uh, the president of the United States. And President Trump, when you uh, look at the NBA and you just reference the NBA and all of the political statements that they're making, it seems like every time you send a tweet, a executive, a coach, a player, somebody will come out and immediately fire back at you. But yet the NBA is taking billions of dollars from China. There are all sorts of human rights violations going on in China right now. And none of the players and none of the coaches will say a word about that. Does it feel hypocritical that they will rip the United States? They won't stand for the anthem. They'll rip you as the president, but they won't say a negative word about China at all. Well, I haven't noticed them sending things back at me, but I will say that, you know, I wouldn't be that surprised. Uh, Some are very nasty, very, very nasty and, and frankly, very dumb. Uh, But I haven't noticed that. But I will say this, the way they... uh, 
The way they catered to China, the way they bowed to China, it's a disgrace, frankly. And they make a lot more money here than they do from China. But we have a system that allows you to disrespect your system, and that's uh, uh, too bad for them. Uh, too bad for them. They don't appreciate what they have here. But uh, no, what they did with China and what China did to us with the with the China virus and uh, and the rest of the world, by the way, you know, I mean, the whole rest of the world, they stopped it from going in and spreading in China, but they didn't stop it from spreading in the U.S. and in other parts of the world, including Europe, but other parts in the world, 188 countries. So uh, I watched that whole thing with the general manager of the team. Was it Houston? Yeah, uh, Daryl Morey, the general manager who said yeah. that he wanted to free Hong Kong. And, and speaking of Hong right. Kong, right now you've got, uh, I see the front page of the Wall Street Journal, uh, the China went in and arrested a ton of pro-democracy media members, uh, including Jimmy Lai, I believe, who is one of the most active uh, participants in all of the Hong Kong democracy movement. For people out there who aren't paying attention, why should Americans care about what China's doing in, Hong, in Hong Kong and maybe the threats to Taiwan? as well. Well, look, for years, Hong Kong was uh, making a lot of money that we could have been made that we could have been making in the New York Stock Exchange and our great exchanges. You know, we have the biggest exchanges. We have the great dollar, the dollar, which I've made stronger, much stronger than it used to be. I hope people recognize that in the world of sports. Our country is in good shape and we're coming back so strong. It's incredible when you look at the numbers that we're producing and putting up. We're coming back very strong and we save millions and millions of lives by closing down and restarting. But I will say that with Hong Kong, we gave tremendous incentives and cost us a fortune to keep Hong Kong viable and going. And now what we've done, I've ended everything. I've ended all of that. There is no uh, incentive whatsoever. We're not sending money through incentives back to Hong Kong. We're going to make a lot more money because they're not going to be competitive. It won't be a competitive market. can't be with the government running it. So they're going to have a, uh, a different kind of a deal. And uh, we're not participating from the standpoint of we're not, we're not spending, you know, billions of dollars on making life comfortable with them for freedom. And that was okay. We'd do that if they were free, but they're not free. You know, it's a part. It's a part when you look. I mean, take a look at a map. It's attached to China. You know, so it's a little bit uh, tough from certain standpoints. But we will do very well by not having a good competitor. I guess it'll be a competitor, but on a much smaller scale. I know you have a good relationship with Chairman Z uh, over in China. But you mentioned the China virus, the virus that has obviously swept around the nation. You mentioned Hong Kong and the, the challenge to democracy there. Do you feel a bit disappointed in your friend Chairman Xi uh, and how he has responded with China, uh, with the virus and also with Hong Kong? Well, I used to have a very good relationship with him. We made a trade deal. It was a great deal for us. Uh, you know, look, China's ripped off our country for... 30 years, like nobody ever, nobody's ever done anything like what they've done. And we had a bunch of people sitting in the office that I'm in now that uh, allowed it to happen. We're losing, we were losing 500 billion, 600 billion, billion, not million, billion dollars a year in trade with China. Uh, the deficit was massive, uh, probably averaged two or three hundred billion dollars over many years. We, we helped rebuild China. Look, if it wasn't for us, they wouldn't have China as you know it today. We gave so much money so stupidly how these people allowed it to happen. And I came in and I charged them 25 percent tariffs and even more than that. 
And uh, but I had a great relationship with President Xi. I like him, but I don't feel the same way now. I've, uh, you know, every once in a while, you will say, and you've had it. You've had it very well. And Clay, I understand. I know you indirectly. I know you, and you have your likes and dislikes very strongly. So do I. But I didn't like what uh, what took place. This is not trade. This is this is a thousand times a trade deal. What happened with all of the death and all of the you know, world. I mean, the world had a shutdown. It's a disgrace what happened. You look at some of these countries in Europe, which is devastated. Look at what's going on in Africa with this horrible disease. So, you know, I certainly feel I certainly feel differently. I had a very, very good relationship and I haven't spoken to him in a long time. It's a different it's a much different. Uh, we have a much different relationship with China now than we did uh, for years where they ripped us off and then I stopped that they were having the worst year they had in 67 years because I charged them tariffs and we were making a lot of money I was giving a lot of money to farmers they were targeted they were targeting farmers I gave 28 billion dollars that was the amount and it came all out of China and the farmers are doing great because of it otherwise they would have been all out of business but you know I treated them as you would do it but I still had a good relationship but once the uh, once the plague came in from China I call it the plague but once the plague came in from China uh the relationship changed no question about it it would be it would be hard to believe that it wouldn't change we're talking to the president of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, Mr. President, much less serious in terms of uh, the plague, although uh, the virus is impacting many different parts of sports in America, including potentially college football. I know you're a big college football fan. Uh, you went to the LSU Alabama game this past year, Joe Burrow against uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Great game. Uh, you went to the national title game where Clemson played against uh, LSU. Why is it important for college football to be played, and what do you think you can do to help that happen? Well, first of all, those those people, the people in that sport, it's just like, like incredible people. And, you know, like some of the coaches, like Nick Saban and, and uh, Coach O. How about Coach O? He's amazing. He's central casting, right? You're doing yes. a football movie, you got to pick him as your coach, right? And, yes. And put him in the movie. Uh, and Lou Holtz is a, just a fantastic guy, a friend of mine. He's been a supporter from the beginning. And, uh, you know, just uh, just so many others. They're, they're just great people. And they want to play football. And they know better than anyone else. The other thing is, and somebody was explaining, I had actually a great one of the great doctors. He said, these people are so powerful and so strong. And not lots of body fat, although you could take a couple of offensive linemen perhaps and dispute that. But not a lot of body fat. Uh, maybe none in some cases, you know. And they're very healthy people. They, you know, people don't realize it's a tiny percentage of people that that get sick and uh, they're old. It just attacks old people, especially old people with bad heart, diabetes, or some kind of a physical problem, uh, a weight problem. Isn't it wonderful that I'm of a perfect, a perfect <laughs> physical specimen? It's so great. Yeah, you're three percent body so fat, right? That's right. I was, uh, yeah, zero percent. Didn't I have zero percent? Somebody said I had zero percent body fat. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. But no. But this attacks. Uh, Older people, very viciously, by the way, it can be if it's uh, the wrong person. But, you know, these football players are very young, strong people. And uh, physically, I mean, they're physically in extraordinary shape. So they're not going to have a problem. You're not going to see people, you know, could there be, could it happen? But I doubt it. You're not going to see people dying. And 
many people get it and they have like kids, they get it, they have the sniffles. Young kids, almost none have a serious problem with it. I mean, literally, you look, I think they said the state of California, almost nobody that's young had a, like zero, had a problem with, meaning a, a serious problem with this disease. I mean, they get better very quickly if they get it at all. So I, I think I think football's making a tragic mistake. And, you know, it's interesting. When it opens, I, I, when I went to that game, it was incredible. I went to a couple of them, and I never really did the big-time college football. I went to an Ivy League school. It wasn't quite the same. But when I went to Alabama and I went to LSU, and, you know, these stadiums are massive. You have no idea about that. It's much bigger crowds than the NFL. You know, in the NFL, you'll have 60. And here we had, I think, 115,000 people. And you go to see these games, and uh, it's, it's, it's brilliant football. It's great football. It's the atmosphere. There's nothing like it. And you can't have empty seats. You know, if I had five empty seats, for instance, they said, when I do a rally, sir, the reason I won't do them, because you can't have uh, one seat and then seven around that seat, sir, have to be empty. Oh, that'll look great. You know, you have one person and everything's fake, empty around them. You can't do that. Uh, and I don't think I'm not sure that college football can do it, but we'll have to see. You know, some sports I see. I think golf has not been hurt visually by. In fact, I think golf looks more beautiful if you want to know the truth. You know, instead of uh, a lot of people, it'll, you know, the cheering's good, and certainly I guess the income is good and all. But golf works. You know, what works is UFC works very well. UFC. I watched that the other night, and they light up the stage. They light up the cage. And it's, uh, you know, really bright. They darken the arena, maybe put a little silk around it, who knows. But uh, that works. And other sports don't work. Basketball's not working. I think basketball's not working because of the way they treated our flag and our anthem, if you want to know the truth. But it doesn't seem to have anything. I just, I looked at it, and I, I, I couldn't watch it. And... Uh, Baseball, I'm, I haven't I haven't made a ruling on that yet in terms of uh, my own. I haven't had much of a chance to watch it. But uh, some sports are working okay, and some sports aren't. But I thought golf looked really good for the PGA. I I didn't miss the the fans, and I think that uh, probably UFC was a very good one. I I am not impressed. Uh, somebody told me hockey works okay. And uh, but th those sports are meant more for fans. I really believe that. I think they're meant more for fans. I think basketball is going to need its fans back. From what I'm seeing, it looks very dull. I know. I know you're ready for the economy to be back rolling, and sports are a big part of that. And schools opening are also a big part of that. Yeah. I'm going to ask you about both. But I also wonder: Do you ever think to yourself, I should play a trick on the media? and say the exact opposite of what I actually believe so they'll support oh, it. So because it, it seems like every time you come out, like you say schools should open, and the media immediately says, oh, schools can't open. But if you had said, hey, we can't open schools, I feel like the media would have said, oh, we got to open schools. The president's crazy. You ever think about using oh, that and so playing a mind that trick on them? Because the I talk about it all the time. Nobody else does. I say, look, I could have had the wall built very easy. You know, we're building a wall, but it was getting it like was uh, pulling teeth. And the Democrats opposed, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, you watch that, and now it's being built. We're up to 250, 277 miles. It'll be done by the end of the year, a little bit after the end of the year. It's incredible the impact it's had. Anyway, if I would have said, I don't want a wall, they would have given it to immediately. If I, <laughs> this hydroxychloroquine, a lot of doctors swear by it. 
by my saying it's good. I took it for two weeks. You know, there was a little outbreak around Washington, and I said, let me have something. And I took it for two weeks, and it was fine. You know, it was great. I didn't have it. I didn't get it. And uh, I had no problem whatsoever with it. You know, it's been around for a long time. It's a malaria pill, actually, and lupus, and it causes no problem. But as soon as I came out with it, they said, oh, it doesn't work. And they went crazy. They still are on Twitter. It's number one all the time, which is phony. It's number one all the time in trending uh, hydroxy, you know, negative hydroxy stuff. If I would have said, I don't believe in hydroxychloroquine, it's terrible, with zinc and with, you know, the z pack Zithromycin. If I would have said, I don't believe in it, it doesn't work, it would be the hottest thing going right now. Uh, no, no, I, I, say it, I say it all the time. We could say it about a lot of different things. Even religion. I, when I held a Bible in front of a church that the, the uh, agitators and anarchists, you know, they call them protesters, they tried to burn down a church. And I held a Bible up in front of the church, and they said it was a terrible thing I did. So I said, I even affect religion negatively, okay? I hold a Bible in front of a church that they tried to burn down the day before. And they say... Isn't he a terrible human being? And it, I said, I, I've affected religion, uh, hydroxy, and uh, just about anything else. Maybe even your show after today. That'll be the end. You've got these great ratings going, I see, Clay, and you have a hell of a show. Maybe I will have destroyed your show. But you know the end result? Our country now is so strong. Our military has been rebuilt. Our taxes have been cut way back. And regulations and what I've done for the vets, nobody's ever done. Nobody's ever even come close to doing. And, you know, so many other things. We've done more than anybody, including even Space Force, right? Space oh, yeah. Force. So we've done a lot, but we have to fight hard. Uh, probably I have to fight harder than a lot of other people. Last question for you, because I know you got a ton of things to go. Uh, there's talk that Joe Biden's going to announce his vice president either today or tomorrow. It seems like it's dragged on for some time. Who do you think he's going to pick? Who should he pick? I know you like playing the political game. You weren't a politician for a long time. If you were sitting back on your couch watching television and following this election, what do you think he's going to do? What do you think he should do? Well, I, I think that I would be inclined to go a different route than what he's done, you know, doing it the way he, first of all, he roped himself into, uh, you know, a certain group of people. Which he said he fine. had to pick a woman. He, he said that. And, you know, some people would say that men are insulted by that. And some people would say it's fine. I, I don't know. It, I, I will say this. People don't vote for the vote. You know, this is history. This isn't necessarily me. This is history because we have a great vice president. Mike Pence has been incredible, actually. He's been a great vice president and done a really, really good job in everything I've given him. And But people don't vote for the vice president. They really don't. They don't vote for the vice president. Like you can pick uh, George Washington to be your vice president. Let's pick up Abraham Lincoln coming back from the dead. They just don't seem to vote for the vice president. Now, in this case, you know, because Joe's got some some things going on. Let's not kid ourselves unless you I don't know where your politics are. But uh, Joe's got some pretty big things going on. So, you know, this is going to be a very, very important pick. And uh, it'll be interesting to see who he who he chooses. I, I'm interested to see also. In the end, I don't think it's going to matter. Joe's going to have to stand at his own two feet. And we're doing very well. Our poll numbers have really come up. You know, we got hit by we were unbeatable. And then we got hit by the China, by the China plague, by the China virus. And and obviously we got hit hard. 
And that affects a politician. You know, look at look all over the world. When you get hit, it affects a politician. So we fought, and uh, we've done a really good job with that and every other thing. And now the economy's come back so strong, and my poll numbers are, are good. They're getting very good. I think they're going to go even much higher. People appreciate what we're doing. So I, I don't know who he's going to pick. Uh, in theory, it doesn't matter much, but maybe with him, it probably matters much more than it normally does for the obvious reason. I know I said last question, but I hit you with a sports question on your way right. out. The number one debate among sports fans for the last 10 years, probably, has been who is better as a basketball player, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Which Michael do you Jordan. think, no doubt in your mind? Well, I've seen them both. Michael Jordan is. Plus, he wasn't political, so people like him better. <laughs> that is a perfect answer. Donald Trump, President Trump, I appreciate you coming on. You're happy to welcome to come on anytime to talk sports with us. Thank you for the time this morning, sir, and good luck the rest of your term and maybe a next one, too. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you. That is President Donald Trump. I am Clay Travis. When we come back, not very often you say we'll react to the United States president who just appeared as a guest on our program. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be President Donald Trump, my phone, I don't, I'm not, not ever going to know what it's like to make a big time play in an NFL game or a college football game, both of which, by the way, I hope are playing, especially college football this fall. But my phone right now is white hot. I would imagine this is what it's like when you come out of the locker room. I can't even keep up with all of the text messages, emails and reactions almost all of which are favorable although I do think the president made a good point when he said I guarantee you that there are going to be a bunch of hit pieces written on me today for just having the president of the United States on my radio show people are going to be like oh Clay Travis he's the worst human being who's ever existed and I'll be honest kind of enjoy those pieces that are going to be written but you know they're coming Danny G you talk to the president first of all I'm going to be honest with you I was super nervous. Just I thought we might get ghosted by the White House, right? Like it's of all the people I think you could get ghosted by, getting ghosted by the president is tough, but for people out there who don't know for radio interviews, it's not uncommon, especially early in the morning, even with people who aren't the leaders of the free world, for us to have an interview scheduled and then it just doesn't happen, right? So, who knows what might happen where the president can't sit and talk with us for 20 minutes on the radio. And so when I was just nervously apprehensive waiting for the call, Danny G, what's it like to pick up the phone from the White House? And what did the president say to you off air? That was crazy. So I was telling Eddie Garcia off the air that I felt like Tony Romo trying to put the football down for that kick. <laughs> yeah, right. You game. don't want to hit the wrong button no. and hang up on the president. Um, so I answer the phone and I'm I'm thinking it's going to be like the White House receptionist or one of his assistants connecting him. And it's him. And he's just like, uh, yeah, Clay, please. <laughs> and I told him um, I, I, I introduced myself and he said, yeah, I know who you are. I listened to the show great show you deserve a raise and i said uh can you please tell clay that i don't know if this is true so no i swear to god you deserved a raise i swear to god it's awfully convenient for you for the president of the united states with no uh, no evidence that it happened to tell i have to get the president on again and ask if he said you deserved a raise well roberto only heard one side of the conversation but based off of that roberto can back me up roberto do you think the president told danny g that he deserves a raise um no. <laughs> oh, my God. I would not. Eddie, do you believe I, I would him? not lie about that. 
sounds a little suspicious to it's me. It's a pretty it, – I mean, oh my the God. president he, calls and he says of all the things that he could say to Danny G, you deserve a raise. Okay, well, you don't have to believe me, but I we'll mean – We'll have to get him on again. That's the yeah, only way to tell. And and he would back that up. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if he was saying that tongue-in-cheek because yeah. he listens and you were talking about me messing up the phone or whatever, but he said, I might just say that on the air. And then I said, hang on for Clay. I'm going to connect you. And that's when we put him through. Now, at the end, when I thanked him for coming on, he said he had – fun on the air and i told him well like clay said open invite you know so you're welcome back on and he said uh thank you now get that raise yeah that's how he that's how he ended his conversation so uh and then talking with the white house uh they're really happy with how the interview went he had a really good time i mean i would imagine getting to talk sports and more uh with us is sometimes more fun than some of the interviews that he has uh but He's got the line. So I said, hey, anytime you decide you want to weigh in in the world of sports, you've got the direct line to the show. You can just call us. So uh, we'll see how how that goes. Again, the feedback has been phenomenal. And look, I understand some people are going to be like, oh, you know, why in the world? Uh, I don't like the president, right? Because we live in a 50-50 country and half the nation is like, oh, I love the president. The other half's going to be, I hate the president. That's really kind of the social media universe that we live in. Here's the truth. I am going to put the president of the United States on a billion times out of a billion if we are asked to take the president of the United States as a guest. I don't care whether he's a Democrat. I don't care if he's a Republican. I don't care if he's an independent. If he is the elected president of the United States, he will have, she will have, whoever it is, an open invite at all times to come on our program. And uh, I'm not going to apologize for that. That's uh, the truth. If that upsets you, Uh, There are other shows you can listen to. And by the way, they won't be as popular. They won't be as highly rated and they won't be growing as fast as ours, but you can go elsewhere. Uh, Let's let's continue to unpack this a little bit. Uh, There are so many different lines that I think are going to echo around out there. Um, He said, if the NFL is going to kneel, I just assume they're not play. And again, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have all of the direct quotes. We're going to have the entire audio up and obviously the podcast will be up soon. Uh, I thought it was a great line when I asked him about the vice president, and he basically said Joe Biden could pick the ghost of Abraham Lincoln, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> it wouldn't matter, which is an all-time line uh, that I think will uh, will will get a lot of play uh, out there. Going after the NBA, uh, look, the NBA is not doing very well uh, as uh, as it pertains to uh, its ratings compared to other sports that have come back and seen record ratings highs. Uh, I've said this on my radio show. Look, I think the NBA has gone intensely political, and I think the average person doesn't want an intensely political uh, league in order to support. Uh, But Eddie Garcia, I think I got to get an update with you. By the way, now you can just do updates on our interviews with the president of the United States. President's a big supporter of college football. We didn't actually talk as much about college football as I expected uh, because I I prepare a list of questions For people out there who are curious, I probably got like eight or nine questions that I jotted down. But what I always try to do is follow the answers of the person that that I'm interviewing, whether it's the president of the United States or uh, whether it's somebody uh, obviously much less significant in the grand scheme of things. And uh, and so I followed the threads of uh, of what he wanted to talk about. And uh, we actually didn't spend as much time talking about college football as I thought we might. Eddie Garcia, what you got for me? 
Well, first off, you didn't sound nervous at all. Good job with the interview. And I do have to say, it was it was a sports-like atmosphere here in the studio. It was like Danny G was throwing a no-hitter, <laughs> and no one wanted to look at him or talk yeah. to him because we didn't want to jinx what was going to happen. So uh, it was a relief when uh, the phone connected. So I'm glad Danny can breathe I now. was so nervous. I'm not going to lie. The thing that I was nervous about was yesterday, if you heard the show, like anybody who has ever heard our phone issues or our, uh, or our tech issues, I was afraid that I would get knocked off or I was afraid that we would accidentally hang up on the president. Like that was the only thing I was nervous about. Once the interview actually got going, I was 100% very comfortable with it. I was worried about the mechanics. Anybody who listens to this show knows exactly what I'm talking about. We have had so many tech failures over the years on this show. That was all I was worried about. If the convert, As long as his phone worked and my phone worked, I was great. Well, thank goodness everything went well. It was it was a great interview. So many things. We're going to unpack it uh, a little bit more when we come back. Final segment of the show. If you're just waking up right now, uh, the opener of Hour 3, pretty good opener, uh, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, spent 20-plus minutes talking with us. I would encourage you to go download the podcast. I think we'll also, probably fair to say, maybe replay that in Hour 1 tomorrow. I think there's probably a good chance of that. Uh, for people out there who missed it uh, and maybe had to go into work or whatever else, this is why the podcast exists, by the way. Uh, go download it, search out my name, Clay Travis, search out OutKick, and you can make sure you don't miss a single word of that interview. Or, as I said earlier, Jason Whitlock as the opener was pretty fantastic in Hour 1 and Hour 2, uh, my partner at OutKick as well. When we come back, we'll wrap up uh, the day show, Tuesday edition of the program and our interview with the President of the United States, Donald Trump. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be for everybody starting off their morning just getting in your car you missed really i'm not playing a prank on you the president of the united states spent 20 minutes on outkick with us to start off the uh to start off the morning uh the third hour of the program you need to go download the podcast i thought he was pretty fantastic um i'm scrolling through a lot of uh the mentions uh right now and i honestly can't uh, can't keep up with them all uh but this is a pretty good roster of the things that we talked about Tom Brady joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The uh, NFL season, how confident the president was that it was going to happen. president said uh, that if all the players are going to kneel, he'd just assume they not play. Uh, we talked about the NBA's China relationship and whether it seemed hypocritical to the president that he gets criticized all the time by players and owners and coaches, and uh, and they yet they won't say anything about China. Uh, that segued into uh, a discussion about democracy in Hong Kong, uh, China cracking down on Hong Kong democracy, which was directly connected to Daryl Morey of the Houston Rockets and his tweet supporting democracy there. Uh, we talked about college football. And the fact that uh, the president is supporting the return of college football. And I'll talk about that a bit in a moment. It's obviously going to be a big day in college football. We talked about uh, Chairman Z and the uh, and the relationship between the president and the leader of China. I do think this is true, that the president could play a prank on the media and whatever he supports, they're opposed to. Uh, I would be curious if he said, hey, schools need to open back up. Uh, schools need to stay closed, whether the media might have said, oh, no, no, no. schools need to open back up. Uh, we talked about uh, Joe Biden uh, and who he thought should pick as the vice president. And the president weighed in on the number one debate in all of sports right now. Who's better, uh, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? And said Michael Jordan was better. He watched them both play. 
So uh, that is a, a, a roster of all the topics. But again, I would encourage you to uh, to go download the podcast. And a uh, big reason why the president wanted to talk is obviously because the show continues to grow uh, in influence and uh, and listenership, but also because directly we've been leading the charge on the importance of college football coming back. And today is going to be a big day out there uh, for what the decision makings uh, decisions are going to be made in the Pac-12 and also what decisions the Big Ten may make uh, over the weekend. The, 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 the rumor spread rapidly based on the discussions that were going on in the Big Ten that all of college football was going to shut down. The president, like a lot of sports fans out there, believes that college football playing is very important. And I don't claim to be anything other than what I am, which is a fan who happens to have a radio show to be able to talk about sports. And I'm a huge college football fan. And I think all the data out there, if you look at it, supports that college football players are not under a substantial amount of danger from the coronavirus. They are more likely, if you look at the data, to die of the seasonal flu. They are more likely to die in car accidents driving to or from the university campus. Uh, They are more likely, sadly, to die in uh, alcohol-related incidents on campus, certainly from drug overdoses, from suicide, from murder, All of these things are much more likely to be deadly to college athletes and college students in general. And that is why I believe that ultimately we have to be back in school and being back in school, meaning kindergarten all the way through uh, grad school, we got to be back open. And I understand if some of you disagree, that's your right, but your fear shouldn't dictate my choices. And, uh, and, and other people's choices. My kids, tomorrow, my kindergartner goes back to school in person. Also, on Friday, my seventh grader goes back to school in person here in the Nashville area. I care about my kids more than anything in the world. They're 12, 9, and 5 years old, and they need to be back in school. They've been out of school here since March, and like many parents out there, my, uh, my wife and myself, uh, at times we've been driven nearly insane by having the kids around all the time and trying to teach them ourselves. And by ourselves, I mean my wife has been trying to do it. Uh, and, uh, and it's a challenge uh, to balance teaching your kids at home while taking care of other responsibilities in your life, whether they be jobs or, or otherwise. And I just think it's in, imperative that we be back in school. And being back in school, a big part of it is Look, playing sports. My nine-year-old is about to start a flag football league. Uh, They have played baseball and football and basketball and soccer all through the summer here, different places. My kids have been at sports camps all summer. It's important to sending a sign of normalcy for sports to be back, regardless of your political affiliations, Republican, Democrat, independent, totally disinterested, whichever of those perspectives may represent you, it's important to look at the facts, it's important to look at the data, and it's important to make the right decision and, uh, and, and decide to, uh, to, to totally get out there and get back to some form of normalcy in your life. Uh, let's go ahead and close it out with a, uh, with a uh, sort of uh, post-game report on the interview uh, Danny G, we already know that you believe the president uh, said that he listens sometimes and thinks that you need a raise. What would you, uh, what what uh, letter grade would you give the interview from my perspective? The president obviously is going to do well because he's the president. 
how would you assess my performance in the uh, in the post game if you were giving us a rating? It was pretty good based on you and your conversations with me on the phone yesterday. I did think that you were going to be a little bit more nervous during the I, I actual interview. I said I interview. was nervous about the tech surrounding the interview. Once the president you, was on, I wasn't nervous. You did sound more nervous than I've ever heard you about most of the guests. I mean, well, it's the president as opposed sure. to a random sports figure. Yeah. And as far as you like um, getting up extra early and how much did you sleep last night? Not much. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, like I I was excited, right? Not not in like a nervous way, but I mean, like it's like Christmas morning. If you host a sports talk radio show and you know you're going to have the president on the morning. I mean, I got kids. They don't sleep the night before Christmas. For us, this is like, you know, getting up on Christmas morning. And as far as booking goes, we have an open invitation to anybody who would like to come on the show. I mean, half of my friends are Republican. The other half are Democrat. Yeah, and by the way, my phone was blowing up. Like, would you have Biden on? Yeah, we would. 110%. If Joe Biden wants to come on, I mean, he's welcome to come on. And obviously, we'd love to have the president on as frequently as he wants to come on. Yeah, and I love hearing big public figures talk sports. There's something really cool about that. Dub, how would you assess it, your postgame? I thought it was great. I thought, you know, we already went through the laundry list of topics you you guys went through, including body fat as well. So I (laughs) thought that was uh, pretty riveting. What about you, Eddie? How would you assess it? Does Eddie already leave? Eddie's gone. We interviewed the president of the United States, and Eddie couldn't stay an extra 10 minutes to talk about it so he could beat traffic in L.A. I gave him an MP3 of the interview. I think he's listening to it in his car right now. Uh, What about you, Roberto? (laughs) Solid performance? You did good, yeah. All right, well, I'm sure we're going to play this tomorrow for everybody out there who missed it. Go download the podcast. I appreciate all of you. One reason the president is on is because of all the support that you guys have shown for OutKick over the past several years as this show has grown rapidly and become even more successful uh, than any of us ever really anticipated that it might. That's because of you guys. Thank you to the President of the United States. Thank you to Jason Whitlock. Go read and listen to everything at OutKick. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.